Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Today, author Amir Sarfati will begin to answer the question on many people's minds today. Has the tribulation begun? Each year, Southwest Radio Ministries creates a unique calendar from differing parts of the world, filled with scripture, comfort, and inspiration from God's Word. We are privileged to put these together for you and know you are then armed with His truth for the year to come. This year's calendar theme is Unseen Israel. This 16-month calendar features beautiful photographs that reveal sites that are not often visited by tour groups or focus on views that are not often seen in pamphlets or pointed out by tour guides. These locations are important in understanding the history and culture of ancient Israel. Order your Unseen Israel calendar today. 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order at our website, swrc.com. We also partner with each of you who purchase a calendar to encourage prisoners in our Onesimus prison ministry. For every calendar you order, a calendar will be given to a prisoner free of charge. Order your calendar and encourage a prisoner. Calendars are ready to ship today. Order yours when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Friends, are the end times here? As local and international events and news reports become more troubling, interest in Bible prophecy continues to grow. Cultural anxiety is reaching unprecedented highs. And many Christians have begun to wonder if the tribulation described in Revelation is already upon us. Today, best-selling author and native Israeli Amir Sarfati explores what will happen during the tribulation and explains its place on the eternity-to-eternity timeline. I'm privileged to be joined by best-selling author and Bible teacher Amir Sarfati. He's a native of Israel and is a former major in the Israeli Defense Forces. He's the founder and president of Behold Israel, a nonprofit ministry that provides Bible teaching through tours, conferences, and social media. It also provides a unique access to news and information about Israel from biblical and a prophetic standpoint. Amir is married with four children and resides in northern Israel overlooking the Valley of Megiddo. He's the author of several best-selling books on Bible prophecy, including the one we're going to be speaking about with him today. His new best-selling book, Has the Tribulation Begun? The subtitle is Avoiding Confusion and Redeeming the Time in These Last Days. I love that subtitle because that speaks to the essence of the purpose of this book, and we're going to jump into that. But before we jump into the content of the book, Amir, we are so blessed to have you on Watchmen on the Wall. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's my utmost pleasure, and uh, I am always privileged to be able to talk about current events, Bible prophecy, and as you mentioned, avoiding confusion and redeeming the time in these last days. That's that's the most important thing. I, I believe that too many people are busy with confusion, deception, and therefore wasting their time on nonsense. And a lot of it is because they suffer from biblical illiteracy. I think that the key 
for everything is going back to the Bible, studying it and sticking to the Word of God and not allowing any other spirit to confuse us. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, I love the content of your book, and we're going to speak specifically about that. But would you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, perhaps how you came to faith in Jesus, and, and then how that led you into ministry? Yeah, well, you know, as an Israeli, you're not exposed to the truth of the Messiah, the New Testament. These are things that are not something we grow up with, it's something we are aware of. And if we ever hear about those, it's in the context of something that belongs to someone else, a different religion, different traditions, and different, maybe even different affiliation. And the first time I ever heard about Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah, and the New Testament being part of the Word of God was when I I went through a, a, a crisis in my life. Uh, I was 17. I actually... I was about to end my life. Mm. And I remember uh, I asked the universe at that time, that's how I called it. Yes. I called the, the, uh, the force of God, obviously. I didn't acknowledge him the way I should. But I asked uh, to get, to, I actually decided to give the universe one last chance because I, I was, uh, disappointed so many times in my life, and this is why I thought there's no point of uh, continuing. Anyway, that week is when I discovered that my best friend in school is actually a Messianic Jew, a, a Jew who believes in Yeshua. Uh, and that happened when I came to their house, and uh, we sat around the table, and I uh, was about to have lunch, and uh, I saw that they all hold hands and uh, close their eyes and pray, and end up the prayer and the a very interesting phrase, Beshem Yeshua, which means in the name of Jesus. And I started asking questions, and I started, uh, you know, inquiring of what is it that you, you're doing? Well, uh, I mean, and I was very, very amazed at the personal relationship that these people have with the living God. I, I mean, for me, God was in the box of religion. It's not something you talk to every day, something you have a relationship with. Anyway, they started explaining to me, everything sounded great, but I truly didn't understand it, but I rather agreed with that in the spirit. But I never fully understood why they had to have Jesus in this picture. I mean, aren't the prophets of Israel enough? Aren't the writings of the Old Testament enough? Isn't the God of Israel the one we need to pray to? And what is the purpose of ending every prayer in the name of Jesus? Mm. And um, a lady told me, just, you know, ask God to show you who Jesus is. And again, as I said, you know, the word Jesus comes from the Greek. And for me, that wasn't something I heard. What I heard from them is Yeshua, Yeshua, Yeshua. That sounded much more Jewish to me, and yet was foreign. So I prayed that God will revealed to me who Yeshua is. And then the next morning I woke up, I went to work, and I found out from putting together the parts of the morning newspaper that the, there is a movie in the movie theater in Jerusalem called Yeshua, which hmm. was, was very, you know, I was shocked. I mean, nobody calls him Yeshua in Israel. I wow. mean, this is a name that only only believers call him. 
And so I went to see the movie. This is the Campus Crusade for Christ Jesus film, famous Jesus film that is, you know, the most translated uh, movie in the history of planet Earth. And I accepted him that night because everything made sense. Everything, all parts of the puzzle came together to a beautiful picture of him being the savior and me being the sinner that needs salvation and uh, following that uh, i was kicked out of that foster home that uh, where i lived for 10 years mm. and uh, began my journey a journey that wasn't easy it was never easy actually if i think about it i don't think i had one year in my life as a christian since the last 33 years that it was a very easy one and this is one thing that I hope I can try to convey to people uh, Christianity is not garden of roses and it's not a picnic you know Paul always you know referred that to a race that we need to uh, run and a fight that we need to fight but it's the good fight and it's a good race and we need to keep the faith and I'm privileged to be able to do that and that's it uh, behold Israel was born in my heart while being a tour guide in a career that lasted over 20 years. But uh, it wasn't until nine years ago that we brought it to become a registered nonprofit in the U.S., and I I began to dedicate my whole life and my whole time to teaching, writing, and traveling, and, uh, and all of that. So that's, in a nutshell, who I am and what I do. And how can people get in touch with your ministry? Well, first of all, beholdisrael.org is our website. And through the website, you can, and there's an app also, Behold Israel, there's an app also. And through the app and the website, they can always get in touch with us and uh, write us. And we tend to answer emails not later than 48 hours after we get them. And you also have uh, YouTube channels and all over social media and many places like that as well. Correct. We have a very thriving YouTube channel with uh, over 700,000 subscribers. We have a Facebook page with over 2 million followers. We have, uh, But I think one of the most important things that I developed in the last two years is a Telegram news channel, especially in light of uh, the censorship and the shadow banning and, uh, and the limitation on, on real-time accurate news, unbiased news, yes. from Israel, but also from the Middle East and the rest of the world. And I started it following what Twitter did to my account, you know, uh, before Elon Musk's mm-hmm. time. Yes. I walked away from Twitter. I opened that one two years ago, and today we're almost 330,000 subscribers. And I really hope that it will double in the next couple of years, because um, as you probably read the news in the last 24 hours, now Google is uh, implementing a fact-checking thing that will, but, 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 but basically it's some project funded by the UN, World Health Organization, and many others that will create a, it will create basically an algorithm that will eliminate any information that they don't like. And so the need for an alternative and untouched source of news is even bigger than ever right now. Yes, absolutely. We're visiting with Amir Sarfati. 
and we are going to discuss his book, best-selling book, Has the Tribulation Begun? And uh, we are so grateful that you have joined us. And friends, if you're listening, we encourage you to contact our ministry, and you can order a copy of this book, Has the Tribulation Begun? The subtitle is very important, Avoiding Confusion and Redeeming the Time in These Last Days. You can contact our ministry by calling 1-800-652-1144 or visit us online at swrc.com. Amir, right out of the gate in your book, you answer the book's title question, Has the Tribulation Begun? Will you answer that question for us? <laughs> well, as, as you know, the, the, first, the first word in my book is no. Yes. And probably... This is a fatal mistake that uh, a writer should do, answering the question on a title immediately at the very beginning. But um, I think that the aim of the book is not to create sensationalism and to kind of, you know, cliffhang uh, the people all the way to the end. It is very important that people understand from the very get-go that we are not in the tribulation, and, and the rest of the book will explain to you why we're not now in the tribulation, what is it that the tribulation is all about, and how can you know if you are already in the tribulation? And those chapters at the very end are reserved to those that are left behind, and which is one more reason I think people should get this book and highlight those pages that you know, if any family member who is not a believer today and he's not going to be raptured with the church or be gone throughout the tribulation, at least he can recognize all the signs of the tribulation and at least then avoid taking the mark of the beast and be part of those that accept Christ and being the, um, what I called, tribulation saints. How often do you hear this question from Christians, has the tribulation begun? All the time. You know, especially in light of COVID. Mm. COVID revealed to us a, a layer in our civilization that we, most of us were not aware of. Although some old people might remember some other pandemics in the past, for the most part, most of the people that live uh, nowadays, COVID was the first time they, they experienced in modern days pandemic, um, and the first time they experienced how the world is handling it. And I think that much of what happened and the way the world responded to it brought people to the false conclusion that we are already in the tribulation. Mm -hmm. And much of the confusion had to do with the misinterpretation of the vaccine as if it's the mark of the beast. And the globalist power grab um, throughout that time. And I think that I understand these were shocking and traumatic experiences for many people. But let's face it, everyone who thought it's the beginning of the tribulation is 100% people that are not acquainted with the book of Revelation's description of the tribulation. Yes. Because all you need to do is open the book and read carefully everything being described there from the get-go of the tribulation to the culmination of it and the very end of it nothing that is being described there 
is something that the world has already been experiencing. What we are going through, though, Josh, is the birth pangs. We are living throughout the time of, you know, preparation for it. We are seeing globalism rising. We are seeing the Antichrist spirit. We are seeing a lot of evil in in in, in a lot of a lot of dictatorship uh, when it comes to information uh, and all of that. But none of it, none of it is even close to what this world is going to go through from the beginning of the seals and the trumpets and the bulls. I mean, I mean, and for me, it's such a, it's such a uh, terrible thing to, to, to know that people believe that they go through the tribulation not only because it's not true, but also it's because they have a wrong understanding of who God is and what God has for us, the church. Yes. You know, and that's when we go now to start dealing with other issues such as, and I know we're going to talk about it, such as replacement theology and such as the plan of God for the church and uh, and, and you know, when you get one thing wrong in your entire understanding of eschatology, it's like a domino effect. You get everything else wrong. Mm-hmm. And when you, A, think that the church has replaced Israel, or there is no millennial kingdom, or the Antichrist has already appeared, then all of these things, when you think those things, then you get everything else wrong. Because, obviously... If you think the church replaced Israel, then every place Israel has to go through the tribulation. Now it's the church that has to go through the tribulation. If you think there is no millennial kingdom, then obviously you don't have a sense of the literal interpretation of scriptures. And if the literal interpretation of scriptures don't matter, then obviously we can call anything bad tribulation. Yes. And we can allegorize and... and, and, um, and uh, take things out of context in a much easier way. So I, I think it's very simple. Just read the Bible. <laughs> it just read the Bible and take it literally, just as everything else in eschatology is being literally fulfilled. You know, I'm Israeli. Mm-hmm. I'm the first generation of my family born in Jerusalem in the newborn state of Israel after 2,000 years of not being in our land. This is not something that I take lightly. This is a fulfillment of prophecy in the most literal way possible, in the most physical way possible. I'm I'm a human being. I'm a real person. I belong to a real nation. I was born in a real city that was, you know, deserted for almost 2,000 years. That's how we should take the rest of the Bible, literally. Yes. And, And whenever the Bible wants us to to understand things in the allegoric way, then the Bible talks about allegory or a parable or, you know, a symbolism. But we have to be very careful not to take the other things as such. Yes, I totally agree with you, and I appreciate your approach and candor in the book and in your discussion here today with We've Got to Stay True to Scripture. One thing that I've said over and over and over again, if our study of Bible prophecy leads us to focus more on the Antichrist than we do Jesus Christ, then we've totally missed it all 
and we've been led down the wrong yes. path. We need yes. revelation begins but, and ends with Jesus yeah. Christ. But, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that people are thirsty and hungry for sensationalism. And Jesus Christ, I guess, is not, you know, exciting enough for them. Mm. They, they, wow. That's why we need to talk about the Antichrist. We need to talk about other things. And, and, and that makes me sad. If the Bible is sensational enough. Trust me, you don't have to add anything to it. I mean, when you read the events of the, the book of Revelation, there is nothing that can compare to it. Right. Why do I need to add to it, change it, allegorize it, or you know, you know, adjust it to anything? Just you know, we have to stay on course. And if there is one thing the enemy wants to do, is not only confuse people but also sow fear. And that's the common thread I see in all of those people that think we we are already in the tribulation. They are very fearful people. Yes. Yes. And God has not given us the spirit of fear, as Scripture says, but power and of love and of a sound mind of self-control. And uh, when we see a lack of that, we understand where that comes from. Well, we're visiting with Amir Sarfati and discussing his best-selling book, Has the Tribulation Begun? You uh, spend so much time talking about Israel, and you touched on it a little bit, so uh, we want to go there and talk about that with the time that we have remaining on Today's program, we're going to come back tomorrow and discuss some more of these wonderful truths, but you talk about replacement theology and that it teaches that the church has replaced Israel in God's program. You have a very unique perspective as a Jewish man who lives in Israel, and you speak about Israel's past and present and future in God's plan. When we talk about replacement theology, that the church has replaced Israel in God's program, tell us why this doctrine is so unbiblical and against the character of God. Well, first of all, it's against the Bible. It's against the Scriptures. Because, you know, if, if you cancel half of the writings of the prophets regarding the restoration of Israel— the literal, the physical restoration of Israel, the restoration of the people back to the land, the restoration of the land, the restoration of the language. If you cancel that, then you're basically eliminating big portions of the Bible just to fit your newly adopted diabolic theology. Mm -hmm. I don't even call it theology. It's an ology of something else, which is probably Satanology. Now, another thing is, you know, if people think that the church has replaced Israel, then first of all, that means God can change his mind. Mm. First of all, that means that the gifts and the callings of God are revocable, not irrevocable. And that also is against scriptures as in Romans 11. Right. And also, from some strange reason, people think that Israel must be perfect in order to still be God's people. And from some strange reason, everywhere I looked in the Old Testament, every time God restored them back to their land, whether it's after the first diaspora where they were in Babylon, and in the second diaspora when they returned now back to the land, it was always, always first the physical restoration and the spiritual one came after. And we're right there, right now, at the point where Israel is restored physically back to its land, 
and yet we, we, we are seeing some, you know, some awakening among the Jews to understand their Messiah and following. But, you know, the Bible says that, let me tell you a mystery, blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and then all Israel will be saved. And this is Romans 11. Paul understood even 2,000 years ago the danger of the replacement theology. Mm. And this is why he began that chapter with, has God, has God forgot about his people whom he foreknew? Absolutely not. He did not. And anyone that suggests that is someone who doesn't know the heart of God and the plan of God. And God never hid his plans regarding Israel. Now, is God tolerating sin and sinfulness and, and rebellions, rebellious spirit? No, and Israel paid a dear price for, for its wrong ways. But the Bible says also, what if some did not believe? Will that make the faithfulness of God without effect? Absolutely not. God has a plan, and God has a time and a season for His plans to be fulfilled, and God's, God's timing is always perfect. At the exact right time, Mary gave birth. Yes. It wasn't a day before. It wasn't a month later. And it, it was at the exact time in history that Jesus was born. It was at the exact time in, his, in history that now Israel is back in the land. It's the exact time in history that Jerusalem is in our, in our hands. These are things that are of God. The existence of Israel in the 20th and now the 20th century cannot be explained that it is of God. Then we are left with only one thing. The church must go through the tribulation. Because God said, both in Jeremiah 30 and both in Daniel 12, and we also see that in Micah and in Hosea, Israel must, as a nation, must go through the tribulation. Again, if some believe in Christ now, as Second Corinthians suggests, then of course the veil is taken and they are saved. And if they are saved, they will have the, trib the uh, rapture <laughs> for them as well. But if you are not saved as a nation, you have only one option left for you, and that is to go through the tribulation. And unfortunately, two-thirds of Israel will not even survive it. So there's so much that I could, I could talk about. But again, if there is one reason... I would tell you to run away from replacement theology is because that type of theology gives you the wrong picture of God and the wrong picture of His plans for you and for Israel. Amir, it's been wonderful to have you and we are looking forward to having you back with us tomorrow. Thank you. Amir Sarfati's new book, Has the Tribulation Begun, is in today's resource spotlight. Has the Tribulation Begun will help you avoid confusion and redeem the time in these last days. Order Has the Tribulation Begun when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Or you can order on our website, swrc.com. Has the Tribulation Begun delivers enlightening biblical truth alongside powerful encouragement to live for the Lord today. Order Has the Tribulation Begun when you call 1-800-652-1144. As we wonder how close the end times truly are, we must return to God's Word for clarity and wisdom. 
Amir Sarfati will help us do just that on tomorrow's Watchmen on the Wall program. Be sure to tune in on your favorite radio station, our SWRC mobile app, or by subscribing to our daily Watchmen on the Wall podcast. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners just like you. Visit swrc.com.